I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. And I'm also going to take Vladdy Jr. to Homer tonight against Michael Pineda. That guy is just hot steaming garbage. And Vladdy's plus <laughs> 320 to Homer. So that feels oh. like really good value for Vlad Jr. Working quickly. Guerrero rips it to left field. Number 46 for Vladdy. Welcome on in. BeckQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Monday morning. How about that? The first voice you hear this week, Jake Hassan calling a home run bet on Friday, <laughs> which let you know it was going to be a good weekend for the show. And it was. Let's talk about our week. Let's talk about a great Sunday in the NFL, including a 4 o'clock window. We might need a whole segment of the 4 o'clock window. That was, like, that was perfect red zone, just craziness for three hours. So we'll get to all that. And, uh, of course, we'll talk to Mike Lombardi later on today, our Odyssey NFL insider. He will join us talks with football here. Joe, I know the, the voice uh, a little bit challenged today, but you're here. You're fighting through. And you and Paul Aspen, after what I hear saying up maybe 24, 40 straight, 48 straight hours trying to get those picks right, <laughs> you got another a 4-1 and one in the contest. That puts you guys to 9-1. and one. We are uh, we're rolling right now. That, that's pretty damn good. I said last week that I'd be pleased with the three and two and oh and two eight and two start would be phenomenal. I can't complain about a four and one. However, Joe G, as you know, because I was saying it to you, I kept saying Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. And then at the last minute, that Friday final injury report scared me off a little bit with the state of that offensive line missing three starters against that Steelers defense. Backed off the Raiders, put in the Browns. That's our only loss after two weeks. So, I mean, a part of me is kind of like, well, we were so close. But you are considering so many different options. So, can't be mad about a 9-1 start. No, no. You can, you guys, I'm not letting you guys complain after a 9-1 start. That's no, good. And, no. and I thought I thought you were on the right side of the Browns game. Obviously, I came out, I came out a loser and they only won by 10. But I, I, I like that one, too. I, I didn't think it was a bad play when you switched to Browns. If, it, it, if, I, if you told me before the game, like, look. Okay, you're taking Cleveland. I'm going to let you in on a little insight here. Um, Davis Mills is going to play half the game. Like, okay, give me the 12 every time, right. 12 and a half, whatever it was. So just didn't get get home. And unfortunately, uh, the Texans decided to punt one point. <laughs> they should have gone for it. Oh, and maybe would have set up an extra touchdown. It could have. We'll get to all that. Aaron Hawksworth, good morning. Another week here. How'd you do? How was your, uh, your Sunday watching football? 
Oh my gosh. So I am in, I woke up in a terrible mood because oh no. I had screenshotted um, this six leg parlay that a money line oh parlay. Gosh. So I decided to get off the spread one that I mentioned on the show. And I found at plus 367, a six leg money line parlay. So it was the Rams, Browns, Broncos, and Bucks. And a couple of those early ones, I was sweating out a little bit. Then FanDuel was offering me to cash out for more than double my money because I still needed the Chiefs and Packers to win. Well, we all know how that ended. So oh. I'm just like, why didn't I cash out? I you said no. I guess I was thinking like as soon as the game started and the Ravens scored, I was like, oh, we all know how 0-2 teams, like their chances to make the playoffs, not good. And I started thinking cash out, cash out. And then I'm like, gosh, you know, Lamar's never beaten Mahomes. Like the injuries, I just don't see this happening. So I just let it ride. And now I'm like, no. So I had a great weekend in week one. And now I pretty much like evened out. Every, all the money I made just lost it last I week. I didn't have the guts to bet Baltimore. I mean, every sports book was like 90, 95% of the bets. We were talking on Friday that the super book was saying 35 to one ticket count ratio in favor of Kansas City. Wow. I, I, I didn't have the guts, but just being a better for a long time, anybody that watches football for a long time, when you have every parlay tied to that Sunday night game and it's the Chiefs, like, you know where all the bets are tied. We've just watched yeah. it too many times. And even if they get that field goal at the end, the Ravens still cover. The, the, they win by two, and then yeah. the Ravens still cover. Joe G, 2-11. Chiefs are 2-11 and 11 against the spread in their last 13 games. But people can't wow. wait to bet on them every game. They've become look. They're always a great team. They still are a great team. I know they have some issues right now. They can't stop the run. They're great, but they're a great team with Mahomes and Reed. They're not a great cover team. I mean, this is like you just said, thirteen now. I think it's eight and twelve dating back to the start of last year. But based on what you said, it's kind of the middle of last season where just, they just don't cover anymore. I mean, it's just over and over. I ended up taking that Ravens game late. I want you know why? Because I was I was frustrated yesterday. I lost. Uh, <laughs> here's what happened. So, fly uh, Eagles, fly. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> So I did it. I did it three. I, I felt good about three teams. I did a three team parlay yesterday to start the day. I was like, all right, I've been on the Patriots all week. Let's just do it. I've been on the right. Panthers all week. Let's just do it. And I was like, you know what? Eagles getting the three at home. <laughs> and I took it. And if Nick Sirianni just didn't coach like a buffoon in the red zone, they might have, they might have uh, won that game. I'm just, uh, I was frustrated. What a great game. I love that game. Uh, yeah, so of course good. you did. I'm, I'm, I'm happy at least you and Paul did good on that. But anyway, I, I got the Ravens at night, so I, I felt good about it. All right, before we get back to the Ravens game and kind of dive into what happened, because that was a great game and a great mm -hmm. end to the weekend. Joe, some of the numbers here. I mean, what was it now? 5-0 and with the overs, primetime games? It feels like, you know, we've got – I don't know. I think the primetime games have been great so far. We'll see if tonight lives up to the billing because it's Lions-Packers. Yeah. We'll get to it later. But a lot of entertaining and, and kind of high-scoring primetime games so far. Yeah, no matter what happens tonight, give another week to the underdogs. Uh, week one was huge, 12-4 and four against the spread. And week two, with one game left, the underdogs are 9-6 and six against the spread, 21-10 and 10, 21 and 10, uh, to start the season. So as you mentioned, primetime games, 5-0 and oh to the over. We'll see if that ends up stopping tonight. 5-0 and oh to the over. Mentioned um, the Kansas City Chiefs, how they can't cover. And then the two big contests out in Las Vegas, we talk a lot about the Circa one, which we're participating in. The other big one that, that started this craze of contests is the uh, Super Contest at the Westgate. 
And the consensus, the five most popular picks for the Super Contest went 0-5. Pittsburgh, Philly, Casey, Rams, Cardinals, 0-5. Consensus was a loser on Sunday. Wow. Over Fade the overreaction. If you did that, you did very, very well. The only one I could think of, Joe G., uh, that didn't work in your favor if you went against the overreaction was New England. Right. And that one, you know, because that was like a tale of two kind of trends, right? It was the rookie quarterback thing, but you're also backing a rookie quarterback on the road. But in that one, Mac Jones yeah. just, you know, he's just way more polished right now. And he's got a better team around him and a better coach than um, than the rookie in New York. So that that's pretty amazing. So we'll keep following that. And obviously you guys at nine and one, it's off to a great start. All right, let's get to the Sunday night game because that was a great capper to the weekend here. Chiefs, I mean, they just can't stop the run right now. And I got to say on Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, when I watched him make that jump pass last night, the deep pass down Mm -hmm. the middle of the jump pass, you know what hit me? Like, at some point, don't we have to just accept Lamar Jackson, Aaron, for what he is? He's unorthodox. He's different. He's never going to look like whatever you want to say, normal, traditional quarterback. Even when he's throwing Mm -hmm. it, he just has a weird motion. But that guy wins games. Like, his career... I think he was what he went to the last night, like 36 and five or something like that in his career, 36 and seven, so, you know, something that accord. And he won again last night and he's just ha- having an incredible start to his career. And last night may have been the biggest win of Lamar Jackson's career. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I agree because we were talking about it on Friday, how he's never beat Mahomes, you know, and was getting a lot of criticism for that. But I thought Lamar really stepped up. I love how Harbaugh had the guts to say, do you want to go for it? Because you can only really do that when you have an athletic quarterback like Lamar. And I think the Ravens also made defensive adjustments. The Ravens defense looked pretty good. Seemed like last week against the Raiders, nothing was going the Ravens way. And then this week, it really ended up working out for them. Um, like I said, I had that <laughs> money line parlay, so I'm mad mm. that I bet against Lamar. I should have known better. I used to work for the Ravens for three seasons, and I'm like just kicking myself this morning. Your old team got you. I mean, geez, I thought week one was supposed to be the overreaction week. I'm reading a Chiefs beat writer right this morning that there is no reason to be bullish on the Chiefs. Like, What? You have the best player at the most important position in the world, and there is no reason to be bullish on the Chiefs? Okay, maybe there's some sort of a betting opportunity because people are looking at that Chiefs run defense and seeing them get gashed. By the way, Lamar Jackson, rushing leader, that's live. That's live after uh, last night. He's averaging almost 100 100 yards per game. Uh, Henry might be a problem, but uh, maybe he'll slow things down. 182 for him yesterday. But no reason to be bullish on the Chiefs. And, the whole, you know, Collinsworth kept saying it. And I give credit to Harbaugh for going for it. But it was the only decision. There isn't another decision to make. It's fourth and two. Okay, here are your options. You go for it. You win the game. And you don't give the ball to Patrick Mahomes. Or you willingly give the ball to Patrick Mahomes and, and you're saying 
10 Our Fathers and five Hail Marys on the sideline. Like, what? how is that such a gutsy call? And I'm not picking on you, Aaron. I, it, everyone was saying it. I was just like, let's see all these coaches. Cliff yeah. Kingsbury in a big spot went for it on fourth down. We were talking about Vic Fangio last week going for it on fourth down. Uh, hopefully this becomes the norm because coaches are living like, oh, yeah. Look, I mean, these guys are more aggressive and they're winning. Like, that's how you win. you got to yeah. put your foot to the pedal. Well, he's right. And, and Joe, what you're saying, it, I think it is more the norm now. I think it's becoming the norm. And even the reaction to it is like, like you said, yeah, you should do that, right? Five years right. ago, 10 years ago, they're actually like, wow, I, that, that was crazy. That was off the charts. Here's what strikes me, and I think it's why this is happening now. All these teams, the Ravens were ahead of this. Eagles have been ahead of this. Panthers are in on it now. They have right. gigantic analytics departments, right? So they're presenting these owners. They're presenting these GMs. All this information on, on exactly what happened last night. That situation, especially when you're facing that team and that quarterback, of course you go for it. You know what? If the coach doesn't, guess who's going to have to hear from two days later? Forget you. Forget the three of us talking about it. He's going to hear from his owner saying, like, what are we doing here? Like, the numbers, the data says we got to go for it. So I think it's, it's almost like baseball, right? 50, 20 years ago, things that happen now, it'd be like, what? And now it's like, well, of course you should pinch hit for the pitcher here. You get him out of the game. It's a high leverage spot, right? Like it's just changed. So I think it's it's awesome. But it's also, it's cool that a coach actually does it in the moment. Because some of these coaches actually do get scared of the moment. John Harbaugh's never been scared of the moment. I, that's why, part of the reason I like Harbaugh so much. And that win last night, I don't overreact to it. But that might have saved their season. I mean, they're, they're 0-2 and they're feeling terrible yeah. about themselves. That's a big win. I mean, yeah, you beat the Chiefs under the lights. You don't have Ronnie Stanley. We know about the running backs. Yep. Was it 12 players on injured reserve? I mean, that was impressive. And you're right. In that specific division, that may have saved their season. Yeah, and I feel like for uh, Lamar, Aaron, it, it, like the monkeys, he said it last night, the monkeys kind of off his back. I mean, every I saw the graphic during the game. Yeah. His record is incredible against everyone not named the Chiefs. He had never beaten mm-hmm. the Chiefs. And let's, let's just be real. The only way you get to the Super Bowl in the AFC is you beat the Chiefs. So... Yeah, he did that. I, I thought it was a, a really big moment for Lamar. I agree. And like, we've all been waiting for Lamar and this Ravens team to make that next step. And they've gotten so close. And then it's just disappointing in the end. Um, and I feel like this goes a long way with all the adversity they were facing to get this win this early in the season against the Chiefs. It's going to give them confidence. It's going to give them momentum. Um, so, you know, hats off to them. They were at home, too. So, not surprised, just disappointed that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what was the, uh, the what was the number in that game? The live Chiefs line late in that game. How much okay, so at, at at the start of the drive, there's a little over three minutes left. Chiefs trailing, they were a heavy favorite. I saw minus one fifty, and started going up. People were betting it, and it goes to minus one seventy. They crossed midfield. It was minus three thirty, and then right before that fumble. It was Kansas City minus 600. Like, your ticket was almost cashed, Aaron. Like, nobody believed that the Ravens were going to win the game. Then you have that fumble. I mean, that one fumble, that one CEH play, completely changed the narrative on everything we're discussing. Well, now about I just the need the Lions yeah. to win tonight because I'm being a full hater because that was the last yeah. leg in my parlay. Oh, there's no way. They better not win tonight. So <laughs> well, I have the Packers money oh. line in that parlay, so that's why I'm just being like, they, Lions might as well win now too. <laughs> well, the show had a sweat out of Survivor yesterday. We had all the Brown, we had the Browns a show pick, and that game, like I said, I think you were on the right side. You way too for close for cool. comfort. But it was. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait a second, what's going on here? I had one eye on that game. I'm like, no. 
we can't go out of our survivor pick in week two with the Texans beating us. So that Did, was close. Go ahead. Quick question. The Harbaugh thing. When he, when he knows the camera's on him and he's going up to Lamar, do you want to go for it? Like, playing that up, right? Yeah, like, and he knew it would go viral and everybody like, oh, that guy's a player's coach. He's so awesome. Let's forget about you injuring J.K. Dobbins and then your mismanagement of the clock last week. Yeah, I, I think John knew where the cameras were. There's no doubt about it. We'll come back. A lot to continue to get into on an overreaction Monday. That crazy, crazy 4 o'clock window, which Gus Johnson and Akeem Tlaib were made for with the Cardinals and the Vikings. And coming up next hour, Mike Lombardi. This is BeckQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.